두둥 넷플릭스 두둥 What's that about Rotten Tomatoes? <laughs> the audience stupid. I mean, it's um, that's everybody, right? That's just. Well, I, just, I, know, I just noticed Tomatoes, the yeah. day shift for Rotten Tomatoes score before we start recording, and it really, I'm I fuck these people, fuck everyone. We deserve what we get. <laughs> it's the day shift. <laughs> day shift. Well, it's all coming to an end, anyways. The skies are filled with evil Chinese balloons. We can't even go outside without seeing the Chinese balloon. Right, I'm okay. I was like, no, I need nine Chinese balloons. Ninety nine Chinese balloons. No, it's nine nine. You know you didn't listen to the English version, you coward. Uh, which one was popular? It was the German one, huh? Yeah, the German. They released the English version, but no one, even the English, the U.S. was like, no, no, thank you. We'll listen to the German version. Well, thank you. We uh, we love German. Yeah. Uh, we don't under- we don't understand it, but we don't understand most of the music we listen to. There's uh, hey, I also, I don't know if you guys know this, but the the, the song itself is uh, is about uh, how balloons aren't dangerous and uh, we shouldn't start a war over it. Yeah, is, the song's about uh, nuclear countries misrepresenting balloons in the sky and starting a nuclear war, right? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think the U.S. response is perfectly fine. They're like, yeah, we see it. It's over the water now. We shot yeah. it. All right, everybody go back to your bork. It's fun, though. How everyone was like, oh no! <laughs> they're, they're getting our vital nutrients. Well, I saw it like. Uh, they're, they're sucking up our essences. Like Fox News posted about it, and I was reading the Twitter comments because that's, that's where the real comedy's at, right? Yeah, oh yeah, that's the good stuff. And someone was like, we're done. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's over. Yeah, you're right, man. It's, it's never yeah, been we're more over. Done. Yeah, we're finished. The fucking we don't have balloon technology like China does. You're right. We're fucked. I mean, it's like legitimately, there's only so much shit it could possibly be doing, and so it's like, uh, who? The thing is, uh, it's just China being like, look at it, guys. It's a fucking balloon. Let's see what they do. Because they're being really weird these days. The thing about it is, uh, China's got spy satellites, spy drones, all sorts of shit. Like, uh, it probably is weather. uh, They literally have spy police stations in some cases. It's probably like it probably is just a weather balloon. Why would they be using balloon technology for that? I mean, it could just be again. It could just be them being like, "Hey, let's see what they do." Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's just like I don't. It gets so like. We're it's also like everyone's spying on everybody. We're yeah. spying on our allies, so you know what I mean. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah but not with balloons, sir. I mean, maybe I don't know why anyone would be using spy balloon technology anymore. But 
Yikes. But See yeah. what you can get away with, baby. Yeah, yeah, just like, I mean, it must we just fucking... send a bunch of Batman Mylar balloons over uh, China and see what they do with them. This is fucking, I guess everything is news now, huh? Well, well you I'm, know, uh, you got 24 hours to fill it up. I guess manufactured consent, blah, blah, blah. Nothing new. Yeah, China bad. We hate China. They got balloons. Fuck them. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, fucking, you know what China doesn't have? They don't have Netflix. Netflix original films. All the classics that Netflix is producing. Yeah, but they have at least two versions of Netflix that we don't have. But yeah, they have a bunch of streaming services. All of them owned by Tencent, I assume. Or maybe not. I don't know. There's quite a few powerful corporations in China. <laughs> Got a handful of them. Got a handful of them, like the United States and Japan and... I don't know, Germany, I guess. Thinking Europe generally. Yeah. But I I imagine all the powerful corporations in Europe originate in Germany, right? Because Germany's like the engine bureaucratic engine of Europe. I think they all come from Italia. Italia. No, they don't even they barely work like thirty hours a week in Italy. They can't have corporations. <laughs> all they can make is uh, you know, fucking leather shoes for men. Buying little shoes. No Netflix in China, but we got Netflix in the United States. Netflix said they were like, uh, we're introducing some new password rules. And then um, they said, never mind. <laughs> oh, sorry, it was an accident. We're going to give you the real password rules later. <laughs> they said, actually, that was a joke since you everyone seems upset about it. That was just a joke. Just a little friendly little joke from Netflix. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Funny, huh? It was a pretty good joke. I was laughing. I was like, <laughs> motherfucker, I, I download everything anyways. I don't give a fuck about <laughs> Netflix. Netflix, you stupid as hell. I mean, I, there, I guess there is like sort of, um, there's definitely uh, technology illiteracy among the boomers and the zoomers. So I guess maybe the threat of everything being pirated again is a little bit staved off, but I think... You could teach the kids pretty easily how to access torrents and stuff, you know? Yeah, they fi- they'll figure it out if they need to. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be, like, TikTok guides and stuff. So Netflix had to back down. They said, oh, no, if we get introduce this new password policy, we won't be able to produce any of our great original films and TV series. Yeah, you won't get a day shift, too. Uh, but, yeah, Content Sewer, we're watching Netflix original films. We're reviewing them. We're talking about them. We're checking to see if there's any gold in them, them, them our hills. I, I know, you're almost regretting our decision. Yeah, we should have done the podcast where we watched all of uh, One Piece. <laughs> I want to get an audience of weebs. Yeah, well, there's still that chance. Uh, there's some anime movies we can watch. I'll add some to my mm. list. All right, I, w- I want only weebs for an audience, and then we can... We can help the the wayward young men of the United States and I don't know English speaking countries at large. We can save them from the fascist pipeline by uh, you know berating them. Yeah, don't be such a fucking loser. <laughs> it sucks for everyone, and it's worse for people that aren't you. So fucking get it together. Go to the gym. <laughs> go to the gym. <laughs> gonna, gonna go to the gym. Hey, you know, I think they've heard that. The, and they've they've not really listened, but yeah. Well, yeah. I'm, I don't mean like go to the gym like your stupid junior high football coach. I mean go to the gym like Henry Rollins. <laughs> Doesn't Henry Rollins own a gym at this point? Oh, actually, I don't think he works out too much anymore. Yeah, I remember a few years ago he was talking about needing to like uh, cut his muscle and his weight for his health or something. 
Something like that. I don't his know. neck feel finally got too big for the rest of his body. Yeah, they were they were like, we got to take you off of. We're getting rid of your uh, IFC channel uh, talk show because your neck's too big. <laughs> your neck scares all the kids. That was forever ago. That was like the early two thousands. Yeah, like, I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? Deep oh, what a cut for you guys. <laughs> he had the Blood Brothers on there. That ruled. Listeners uh, don't even know who the Blood Brothers are. <laughs> That sucks, man. Blood Brothers is one of the greatest punk bands of all time. This is content. Sewer Tigers, Kyle, one of the greatest punk rockers of all time. And here's all mine. Uh, you know what? I'm not your average punk rock loser. I'm above uh, average. Yeah. And we got Ratscaby. He's also known as Sean. He's um not really a punk rocker. He's more of a kind of uh, more of like a dad. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. He's got dad vibes. Uh, yeah, we watched Day Shift. Um, it is a film about killing vampires. And you know what? I think I got a pretty hot take about this movie. All right. It's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Not that bad. Yeah, I got a hot. I mean, yeah, that is a hot take because I thought it was <laughs> kind of fucking hot garbage. Oh, really? <laughs> Great ideas. And I'm like, man, they could have made this more fun <laughs> or, uh, Less stupid. I don't know. Yeah, I. You know, I thought every time there's times when I'm like, yeah, I like this, and then I'm like, ah, why? They, you know what? They're too. Mm. It's like yeah. really dumb and really modern, right? So like, uh, real wink, wink, nudge, nudge. We're having fun. Uh, it looks like a Netflix movie, you know, and it's got a lot of problems. But uh, you know what? I was like, yeah, you know what? This is not too bad. This is a Sunday afternoon. Uh, fall asleep on the couch, watch, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes, yeah, it's fun. You mean, Big problem, though. You're just wild by Jamie Foxx's charm and the fact Snoop Dogg was in it. <laughs> I do love Jamie Foxx and Uncle Snoop, so yeah. And they had um a few like G Funk cuts in it, they uh didn't really lean into that very hard. And they use ODB's Shimmy Shimmy Ya, which that's uh the, the LA vibes, man. That's ridiculous. You can't put ODB in it. Uh, but the big problem though I did have with it is there's they didn't have anything about semen retention in this. <laughs> uh, okay, zero stars. <laughs> is that you the know, not big semen retention podcast? Well, huh? something happened over the last few years. Like I don't know, maybe you like retained like, a lot of semen. Not me. I'm I'm spreading it all over the place. I'm doing rituals. <laughs> Okay. Uh, but I don't know, 2016, I guess the political climate broke everyone's brain. And, you know, everyone's gotten to the point now where they got an axe to grind with every piece of media. Is it, is it valorous enough? Is it evil? Does it, well, does it express its politics very well enough? Does it make me feel good? You know, there's like a weird um, moral like thought loop around all movies and media and stuff. And I'm like that now, too, but just for semen retention. <laughs> I only want to, if a movie doesn't have any like anything to say about semen retention in it, I, it's it's evil to me. It may as well be I don't know fascist. It's, semen retention is you, how you free your mind from the matrix. Young no, listeners, I young yeah, I'm I'm on a similar vein, but strictly anti-masturbation. Like the the guy that invented Special K or some shit. Kellogg's Kellogg yeah. man is it Kellogg man? <laughs> Well, or is it the grape nuts guy? Or are they both? Are the two anti-masturbation uh, nuts also inventing cereal. What was? Do you think was his uh, like his personal science behind why he thought that would work? If you're stopped up, oh wait, 
Wait, grape nuts? Is grape nuts? I guess they weren't drinking a lot of water back then, so extra fiber probably would stop them up. You reckon? Or they had so know. much diarrhea from all the dysentery that fiber would just make them regular. Hmm. hmm. I hmm. wonder what it is. I don't know enough about their bowel habits to make a guess on this, but it definitely had something to do with bowel habits. Day shift. It is an action comedy with vampires. Uh, it's better than the Gray Man, don't you think? Oh, yeah. Well. <laughs> Let's not talk about the great man. Check it out. Uh, directed by a man named J.J. Perry. This is the first film he's directed. He was previously a stuntman. This is a stuntman movie, which makes sense because there's a lot of um, stunt people yeah, a lot in the of movie. Stunt. A lot of stunt shit going on, like kind of like John Wick, where they're like, "Here's let's check out stunt guys doing stunt stuff. They also seem to have a team of like contortionists that they utilize quite a bit in this movie, right? There's a lot of women that are like, bending backwards and doing hurricane runners and stuff. So I like yeah, that. Thing. There's a lot of like, hey, let's, we're, it's WWE up in this bitch. <laughs> Who was the ring of honor that from the ring of honor to the choreography? When they do the 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 fight in the the house that's like a hive or whatever, and um, Dave Franco's fighting, he's fighting that one like Hurricane Rana uh, vampire. Yeah, that's when I lost it because I'm like, you can't show me this man fighting this vampire for so long and not have him die. Well, I mean, even in the opening when Jamie Foxx is fighting the vampire like hand-to-hand so much, it's like, I guess vampires aren't that strong in this universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a joke, huh? Yeah, my my big problem with that Hive scene, though, the Dave Franco fight, is that vampire woman does my most hated modern wrestling move. And um, I'm not... I fucking can't stand Jim Cornette. I'm not one of those bummer-ass, like, boomer dudes who are like... Or get out. They need to sell more. They need to get out there. And someone, <laughs> someone do a double axe handle or a wrist lock. I don't blah blah. You know, like I, the, I'm not, I don't know if wrist lock. You can, I can do it with, but I'm a big fan of a double axe handle every once in a while. Bro, the big beefy guy. I just looks good. Yeah, but uh, the, I fucking hate the Canadian destroyer. I fucking hate that move because it's like so obviously. Let me person, spin around you for a second. Yeah, the, well, no, the person <laughs> taking the move is doing all the work. Like so obviously, obviously they're taking all the work, so it looks ridiculous. It's also like um, anytime they do like we're both on the top rope and it's going to take us a minute for both of us to get ready to do this move. I fucking hate that too. <laughs> and they're just like, oh, I'll punch you in the torso a little bit while we both get our feet just right. And well, no, don't do it anymore. <laughs> if you're not like the fucking Lucha Brothers or Rey Mysterio, like someone who can actually like fucking do that shit, stop doing it. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whatever. Knock it off. But yeah, I don't want to be like Cornette or any of those other, like, his acolytes who were fucking, oh, everyone's too Japanese and gay, and they jump off the top (laughs) rope, and I I don't want to see it. And Kenny Omega's too fruity. (laughs) Shut up. Shut up, bitch-ass Jim Cornette. You're the chief of the tennis racket. Look out. Yeah, he fucking, no one, you know, fucking, I don't know Shoot you with a gun. I'm going to go off on, like, a rant about wrestling. You started. Why did I stop? Yeah. Again, all this shit about, you know, the young guys don't want to listen to old guys about how to make money and blah, blah. These motherfuckers already did it. The reason AEW exists and WWE is popular and the indies are popular and blah, blah, blah is because the shit they were doing in New Japan for years, like, they were already making money. They already sold this shit. Like, the business changed. That's why they want to listen to you. They're not, like, been wrestling for six months. Hangman Page has been wrestling for, like, 13 years. He doesn't have to listen to CM Punk. CM Punk's a pussy. 
dare you. Yeah. Also, I like that I was proven right about CM Punk. Yeah, I remember talking about it when we were we did the last podcast. And we're like, oh, maybe we'll do a wrestling podcast. And we were doing it for a couple of weeks. And we were talking about CM Punk coming back. And we were both like, man, I never liked that fool. I don't care. And uh, yeah, fucking vindicated. I knew he yeah. was trouble. I he when he came back, I'm like, oh, so he's going to do the same shit he was just pissing on The Rock and everybody for, right? Where like he's going to squash the young guys. He's going to fucking bury the company. Cause he hurt himself. Mwah, fucking bitch ass motherfucker. FTR sucks too. Down the UFC again. Remember we we, we those go back and listen to those podcasts when I was clowning on FTR. I still stand by it, man. I don't, I don't fucking like the FTR. I don't give a fuck that they had like three amazing matches with the Briscoes. FTR sucks. They're corny as hell. So two little two pussy ass Arn Andersons running around. Imagine if Arn Anderson was in a tag team with himself and they were both pussies. <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> the one thing Art Anderson has going from him. He's not a person. That's right. He's got big, big mitts, big old meaty hands. Anyhow, I, that's it for wrestling. I don't <laughs> Fucking, uh, yeah, you know, whatever. Leave the kids alone. That's what I say. But just because it all, it's like fucking Jim Cornette and then it's, it's all like reactionary shit to me because you know there is like a vaguely like socio-political element to it where it's like these kids are too gay and they're too Japanese and oh they tried to cancel Ric Flair and well, it's fucking Ric Flair's a fucking sex offender man <laughs> well, he was literally he made a gimmick out of it basically I kind of feel like uh, yeah we we already knew who Ric Flair was yeah whatever wrestling we're not talking about wrestling. We're talking about real shit. Netflix original film. Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx. The, the younger Franco. <laughs> Megan Good. Oh, Megan Good. When she came, when she, I realized she was in this movie, I was like, oh, 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 oh. Fucking Megan yeah, Good. Not wow. creepy at all. Wow. You're doing it. Oh, Megan Good. Yeah, this is, this is for the young men. This is how you treat women. <laughs> Jesus. Even back uh, to females. This is how you treat females. Say it right. This is how you treat females, yeah. That's how you treat females. Oh, God. You got to emphasize female. it. Like all these yeah, you're females. Doing it. You know all these females. Okay, stop. Please don't. Never talking about it again. No, I, I, I love making good. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I was excited to see her. That's cool. I feel like I haven't seen her in a while. I uh, love Jamie Foxx. When I saw him, I also was like barking and hollering, hooting and stuff. I love Jamie Foxx. And uh, yeah, Uncle Snoop's in it. Um, Dave Franco. I, the, Dave Franco's like all right, I guess. You know what I mean? He's like not. He's like kind of funny. He's he miscast in his role. <clears throat> um, Peter Stormare's in it, oddly enough. Yeah, that was a weird. I'm like, hey, there he is. He's always kind, of, always kind of playing a sleazy guy. Yeah, he's, I, I know him. Uh, I guess perfectly exemplified. Remember in Constantine when he plays the devil, who's like a, oh, yeah, you know, a slick, uh, a real slick diggums, uh, like a prosperity <laughs> preacher. Dripping oil everywhere. Yeah, that's pretty good. Sludges. Peter Stormer. He's going to be in the uh, upcoming Constantine sequel. Are they? They are making another Constantine, aren't they? I think I heard that. Yeah, they're bringing well, back maybe not anymore after James Gunn is back <laughs> in place. I don't know oh. if how that fucking works. They're bringing back King of the Hill. Yeah, should be all right. We'll see how it goes. I mean, he was his new Beavis and Butthead was pretty good. Uh, Hideaki Anno is directing Shin Kamen Rider, so that's cool. Ooh, yeah, haven't he? Man, he Shin Godzilla is great. Shin Kamen Rider should be good. 
No one destroys the city like Hideaki Anno, you know? <clears throat> uh, yeah, day shift, day shift. All right, all right, day shift. Uh, We're back. Brad, back to day shift. Uh, JJ Perry directed it, first time director. He's a stuntman. Um, written by Tyler Tice. He's a first time screenwriter. And someone named Shay Hatton who wrote like John Wick 2 and shit. So you get it. You get what the vibe is. There's going to be lots of stunts, there's going to be gun shit. Um, there's people, vampires getting their arms ripped off and stuff, which is pretty cool. I like that. Yeah, I like that. I like when the, the goo comes out. There's like a good mix of CGI assisted stuff on top of using makeup effects. It would be great if it was more practical for my taste, but I think it's good to see that they still were using some like practical effects for the vampires looking like monsters and stuff. Um, when people are getting their arms ripped off, there's one that's done practically, but one of them is, I think, CGI. Well, they're probably both CGI-assisted, but both of them look pretty good. It's good to see people getting their arms ripped off. You don't see that in movies too often anymore. Everyone's scared of violence and sex. It's weird. So that's cool. There are some good stunts in it. Lots of people jumping around. The action's not bad, especially for a first-time director. I thought it was directed pretty good, especially the uh, car chase scene. I like the car chase scene quite a bit. Oh, that's probably the best action sequence in the movie. <clears throat> yeah. Carches. There's um a shot in it. It might be a drone shot or it might be like, I didn't go back and like analyze it too much. Oh, you're talking about when it like flips over the, uh, well, the camera, that. the camera comes out of the sunroof of one of the cars and then becomes an aerial shot. I thought that was a drone shot, but I'm I couldn't tell you. I was thinking it could be a crane shot and it's like they use CGI to cover like maybe the opening that would have been in the car to assist the crane because it's really steady but there are like i mean camera stabilization program yeah they do they do use like drone there is drone camera work now that is incredibly steady so it could be a drone shot which would make more sense i think it'd probably be more cost effective to do that than to set up like a special rig in the car for a crane shot i don't know i guess if you go back and look at it Someone else, not me. I'm already done watching it. And I'm not going back to look. You can no, check I gotta see it three, maybe four more times. I gotta make sure they do day shift two. <clears throat> uh, over um, emphasis on like slow motion shit. You know, like it's been a trend since I guess 300, the Zack Snyder style. Like when there's a big impactful moment, you know, slow motion for a little bit. But I feel like it looks better when you don't do the slow motion. Like in the opening scene when. Um, he gets thrown through the wall of the old lady's house. It like slows down. I think it would be cooler if it was just a uh, regular speed. And then especially in the car chase, that first motorcycle man, when he gets blindsided by the car coming out of the alley, um, that would have been cool as shit. If it was just in real time, the slow motion ruined it. I just want to see some fucking, fucking dummy go flying. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I'm not a big fan of slow motion in action sequences. Uh-uh. Uh, unless it's already hyper stylized. Like I guess 300 is the one, one example I always think of. Mm-hmm. Right, and then every other time Rick, oh, Rick Snyder, <laughs> Scott Snyder does it. I'm like, fuck off. The two uh, Armenian brothers when they help him fight in the hive. That's fun. One of them is Scott Adkins, so he does a bunch of jumping around, kicking stuff. Like you know. Another thing, like yeah, they're clearly hired like actual stuntmen or action dudes to be in the movie, so that's fun. Uh, he's got a cute little daughter. He's got a hot wife. Um, he's got Dave Franco, his new best friend. He's got Snoop Dogg, his old best friend. It's cute that Snoop Dogg's a cowboy in it. 
You do like uh, cliche cowboy stuff. Like he shows up at the end, a man in black, you know, and he's uh, instead of smoking his own uh, rolled cigarette like Clint Eastwood, he's smoking blunts. That's fun, right? Well, I mean, I, I think Snoop just showed up to the set with them. And what are you going to do? You can't tell Snoop not to smoke. Yeah, that's true. There's nothing um, inventive about it, right? It's a very simple story. Um, he's down on his luck, separated from his wife. Wife wants to leave town with his daughter. I think they um, honestly overwrote. That's my big problem with the movies. They overwrote the fucking world. I hate the. I think Stephen King said the world building. I hate the word term world building, but the they over they overbuilt the world with the vampire shit. I'm like, I don't care about any of that fucking shit. You know, they're like, we got the Easter vampires and the under vampires and the over vampires and the uber vampires, and they all have a hierarchy. And this is the union, and there's a union, guys. I well, just didn't care. You know, it's like they should just get into the hey, this is vampire shit. That's the Shaun of the Dead uh, how to do a comedy movie. Well, I mean they're copying um John Wick, right? Because you know John Wick's got like all the world building about like fucking League of Assassins or whatever bullshit. Yeah, but that made because the you John Wick needs that because he doesn't have vampires. This is already has you know, yeah, this guy's a vampire hunter and he sells vampire teeth. That's really all you need. Yeah. Um, I he, think, worked, he does not he work for a church or the union or whatever the fuck. But you don't need to go into the whole backstory of what the union and shit is. Yeah, all these like, separate fucking rules and shit. It's just overwritten for what well, we're. So there's uh, the for the think, comedy they're asking me to buy into. I think the union part of it works because the it, you know do they need to set up like he's desperate to make money and he, so they set up initially that he is. A seasoned vampire hunter. So it's like, how did he get that way? How has he been doing this all his life? And it's like not, um, you know, it's not uh, lucrative in some way that he's so desperate for money. And it's like, oh, he was kicked out of the union of vampire hunters. They don't need to go into all the additional bureaucratic shit, like you said, and the different types of vampires and the rules and blah, blah, right. blah. But they, I think the just having the union in it works just to set up like why he's, you know, kind of on dire straits, as it were. Uh, like maybe the different type of vampires i could see it working just for the specific instance where dave franco's character is like oh that's kind of strange all the vampires together but that doesn't end up mattering anyways right because they don't um they don't use that information to solve anything right it's just the, the yeah that's the, the other thing too like the head vampire she's buying houses and there's a real estate thing but it's completely unimportant to anything that's going on she was going to kill james jamie fox no matter what yeah, so it, like you just had this. She's an old scary vampire. That's all we need to know. You killed her daughter, you piece of shit. Yep, that's it. That's it. You don't need to know the real idiot. Mm. She was stupid. I don't give a fuck. I, this is just, this is some Superman bullshit. Yeah. Also, the um, actress who plays the evil lead or villain fucking sucks, right? Yeah, not she great. Bad. Real disappointing. Bad. It was like every line read was like, oh my god, what's going on here? <laughs> I'm looking. She was born in Mexico City, though. Maybe English isn't her first language, so now I feel kind of bad. I don't care. It's still yeah. not my. I still would prefer yeah. somebody else. That's my. That's what I can say. Yeah. So I didn't like her very much. I don't like, um, again, I didn't like Franco very much. He's all right for like the role he's in because he's perfect playing like a little snivelly guy. But I was thinking, um, instead of like him, Michael Sarah. 
You're right. I, well, no, I think like him, him getting turned into a vampire and uh, Jamie Foxx like straight up having to kill him is how his story should have ended. Yeah. Him becoming like so, <laughs> Jamie Foxx being like, I never met a good vampire. And then suddenly like trusting two vampires is real, was a weird kind of swivel too. But Yeah. And his um, neighbor vampire doesn't need to be in the movie at all. <laughs> she barely was. She She's like, "Hey, I'm, I'm your new neighbor." He's like, "Oh, here, let me carry this for you." Oh, hey, I saw you with a weird guy. Oh, guess what? I'm a vampire. Yeah, like that was that didn't even be in the movie one bit. That was ridiculous. Uh, I'm guessing maybe she must maybe she's like friends with uh, the director, the writer, or she's like a notable stunt woman of some kind. You know what I mean? So they're like, let's put her in it. But yeah, oh. her character was like. That, that all that didn't need to be in the movie at all. Uh, that the chase scene, the car chase, man, it's pretty good. It's cute that he shoots out the tires of his car to fit in the passageway on the LA River. It's cute that they go to the LA River. Um, yeah, it's very Terminator too. It like looks like an Netflix movie, right? You know, it could be a TV show, it could be a car commercial, it could be anything. <laughs> yeah. But um, it could be anything. Yeah, but it, it like at least it's a little bit. Uh, there's at least a little bit of vibrancy to it, like comparing it to like the Gray Man or some of the other like Netflix action movies, you know, where there's like some color in this movie, at least, you know, and they play with the lights a little bit just because it's a vampire movie. So, you know, what I mean, that's kind of like in the DNA of it, like you'd be have to be an idiot to make a vampire movie and like not think about like lighting conditions. <laughs> so they have some Someone of that say that them. you'd have to be an idiot to make a movie and not think about lighting conditions, but well, yeah, but in this day and age where they just uh, want as much exposure as possible for digital, it doesn't really matter so much anymore. It's over for those hoes, those lighting guys, the grips. You get a grip. That's right. They're going to be replaced by AI or something. Just like no, we're all going to be replaced by AI. All the OnlyFans girls. They AI was able to generate generate big-breasted women. So now there's no, <laughs> now there's no need for actual women. I guess <laughs> you couldn't see naked women on the internet before. I mean, they can generate <laughs> big-breasted women. Just don't look at their fingertips. I mean, I just, it didn't exist before. There was no porn on the internet until AI generated it. So it's over. It's fucking. It's. Man, just like the balloon, it's over for us. It like you know, it honestly is, but like not for the reasons people are thinking. Because it's shit like Netflix. They're making gotta, Netflix original movies. You gotta log into your. You gotta go to your ex's house once a month so you can log into their Wi-Fi and keep your Netflix account. No, no, that was a joke. Just kidding. Day Shift Two coming soon. This one's called Day Shift Two: The Art of Semen Retention. That's the one Kyle's going for. There's a classic setup and payoff in this movie when he introduces his uh, tripwire thing, his garrote that he uses on vampires, and then he uses it at the end of the movie. On another vampire. Kind of, I guess. Setups and payoffs. That's how you write a screenplay, baby. Save the cat. (laughs) Save the cat. Ah. Robert McTeague presents story. I mean, uh, that, yeah, move, I mean, you should have set up some payoffs in your movie, yeah, but yeah, I gotta go like, here. Some checkoff. The joke I'm making is just because it's uh, really simple and lazy, right? It's not like because yeah, he uses the vampire in the first scene, he uses the vampire in the last scene. Got it. Yeah, and it's also like not a, a character development setup or an emotional beat or anything. You know what I mean? Not anything complex. It's just 
He has an item that he uses to decapitate vampires, and he will use it again. <laughs> he almost sold it to Peter Stormare, though. That's the important thing. He didn't. Mm. Or maybe he did sell it, and he stole it back, and we didn't know that. Did I miss that detail? Maybe he made another one. Oh, maybe he's got a bunch of them. Well, no, because Peter Stormare didn't want it, really, because he's like, ah, he chewed on it. He's like, ah, this silver-plated bullshit. This movie kind of made me just want to watch Blade. The oh, that's what I was thinking the entire movie. time. I'm like, man, <laughs> I wish this was just Blade 2. Blade and Blade 2, the greatest vampire hunter movies ever made. And Blade 3 is kind of funny. <laughs> kind of funny. <laughs> They're trying to make another Blade. They're having a lot of trouble with it, though. It's funny. They're like, damn, we can't get a director. Damn, we can't get a screenplay. Damn. Damn, damn, damn. Damn, damn, damn. When you bring they should let me write good. a screenplay. For Blade? Why not? Don't let anybody do anything these days. I know Blade. He's the, the living vampire. No, that's Morbius, huh? Yeah, Morbius. Blade's the daywalker, dummy. Daywalker. He's His the day mom shift. was bitten by a vampire when she's prego. He's the day shifter. He's shifting days. Day shifter. He's like, hey, I need to trade, I need to, I need to trade my shift to the day shift. What if they do a day shift blade crossover? Uh, It'd be pretty bad, huh? But Marvel. Yeah, <laughs> this movie Day Shift is kind of like what I would expect from a Marvel Studios Blade, though. Oh yeah, it's pretty yeah. close to what yeah. you're gonna get from a Blade movie, isn't it? Oh Jesus! Yeah, uh, except for without any of the gore, and they won't use actual stunt people. It'll all be CGI. <laughs> you won't. You won't even see anybody jumping off of a second story landing. It'll be a CGI doll. Yeah, so this movie's better than Marvel movies. Because <laughs> Marvel movies, uh, the, um, whatever, even if you're a big Marvel fan, you got to admit at this point, um, there's like no good action scenes in any Marvel movie. Except for like the first Iron Man, maybe? Uh, the car chase in uh, what, the second Captain America, I thought was pretty good. But that's the last <laughs> time I remember being excited by action sequence. Yeah, they're all just so bad. There's that clip from Wakanda Forever going around of like a fight scene from it, and it's like the whoa is it's bad. And like Ryan Coogler's um a real director, you know, but uh, maybe he didn't get to direct the action scenes, right? But also, he's never directed an action movie, so why would he really know how to direct? He directed uh, Rocky. That's a fight. No, he directed Creed. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, Creed. Excuse me, Rocky Seven. Also, the visual, the visual language of boxing movies is different than like actual action movies. Shut up. Just wow. give, me a, give me a Black Panther boxing subnarrator and move me. I'm good. No, fuck, that would have been a great plot for it, right? He's like, all right, we're going to squash this beef in the boxing ring. <laughs> It'll be like that episode of um, Futurama with the Globetrotters, too. Where, like, the, <laughs> there's nothing. It's consequences. No consequences. <laughs> Beyond the shame of defeat. defeat. That would be accurate to like Namor in the comics too, right? He's mostly yeah. just... and uh and Black Panther a little bit. Yeah, Namor's mostly just an asshole, and Black Panther's all about pride. And making sure that no other none of the diaspora get any of the technology. We're gonna open a what a library in Oakland. <laughs> what do they do at the end of the first Black Panther, right? They just like yeah, we open a library or some shit. I thought it was like low income housing. Oh, is <laughs> nowhere near Steph Curry. <laughs> Some radical shit from Wakanda. 
I mean, Killmonger in it does end up just being like a men's rights guy anyways, right? Like, he's got some good ideas, but at the end of the day, he's also like, women suck and well, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> he just leads you down that pipeline. He's got some good ideas. He's like, yeah, women suck. Let's kill everybody. Yeah. Let's, you know, yeah. Not quite not good fair. either. But uh, he was right about Wakanda. Though. That shit sucks. But, you know, I, I, I guess that stand about Santa Clarita, all the damn vampires. Yeah, well, that's Uncle Snoop loves L.A. because all the vampires. I guess he's a vampire now. Because, yeah, at the end of the movie, he comes out of the mantle. He's like, I'm still alive. But he got bit, right? We, well, yeah, that, that's, yeah, he did. I guess technically he got bit. They just kind of tore a chunk out of him. Did you see, I feel like there's got to be more to the process than just getting bit. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, you got to either drink back or there's like several visits. Depends on, you know, what uh, mythology we're working with here, right? And yeah. they've, they've, they've all written so many uh, other pieces of the movie. I'm surprised we don't know how this works. Yeah, they didn't delve into the <laughs> mythology of how the vampires work at all. There's, but we did learn a lot about uh, the vampire hunting union. Oof, right. exciting stuff. No, you know, it's it's just under two hours. I think the pace is all right. Uh, Dave Franco's not terrible, you know, but he's just kind of like, he's riffing, you know, <laughs> he's he's out there riffing. Uh, Jamie Foxx has got some good lines. Uh, Jamie Foxx is great. Uh, he doesn't ever do bad jobs, so it's what you'd expect from Jamie Foxx. He could lead any movie. Jamie Foxx should be Blade. Fuck it. <clears throat> I think they still got Mahershala Ali. Yeah, Mahershala Ali is still a good blade. I'm, I'm good with that. But I mean, I'm like, we could play Jamie Foxx in a blade movie. I'm cool. He could be a Blackula. It'd be cool if he was doing other shit instead of Blade, though. He hasn't. I feel like he hasn't been anything big since uh, True Detective. Right? He's in Day Shift. Oh, you're talking about Mahershala? Mahershala, yeah. Yeah, he for sure hasn't been anything since uh, True Detective. Did you see watch that season of True Detective? Okay. I actually liked it better than. It's way better than season two, but not as good as season one. Season two's got Colin Farrell in it. Shut the fuck up. And it's also like the, hey, you ever seen Chinatown or LA Confidential? LA. Yeah, but now it's going to be 18 hours long. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, there's even a little bit of that element in Day Shift, right? Her uh, plan to like buy up all the housing. Yeah. And like yeah. That's like classic LA noir type stuff, right? It's always like, oh, a secret land deal or water rights. or I already made that Superman reference. Film. You don't have to make a full Marlowe reference. Oh, did you reference the Superman? I did. The Superman? The Superman? <clears throat> oh, the Superman's here. <clears throat> All the contortionist vampires were hired performers from live shows like Cirque du Soleil. This was a way, a way to not only show a different type of vampire, but provide jobs for, for performers who are out of work due to the COVID-19 pandemic. All right, cool. That's fun. That's cool. Yeah, I like that. Uh, nice. Uh, Bud and Big John enter the Hunters Union. There's a portrait of Abraham Lincoln. Oh, because he's the original vampire hunter. Yeah, I remember that uh, that book slash movie. I didn't see that, but uh, how cute! Uh, how cute! They, I never saw the movie. I didn't read the book. In the either. same world. I think uh, it'd be cooler. Like I had an idea for like a Civil War vampire movie a long time ago. Before, once again, before I knew that Abraham Lincoln vampire hunter existed. Same thing with like with the story I was writing at one point before I knew Ready Player One existed. <laughs> <laughs> you can still but, do it. They're different enough takes that I think you're good. Well, mine's really Ready Player One. Yeah, mine was way darker and dystopic and didn't have anything to do with like rehashing all the Arrested Development properties that millennials love. But anyhow, yeah, you should throw some of that in there though, because that's what sells. 
Yeah, my, mine was just like vampires trying to get uh, a Ulysses S. Grant on a train, and there's some dude, you know, like some powerful Civil War veteran had to protect him, probably played by Christian Bale. I think that's what it was, something like that. That sounds fun. And then they made Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter and Train to Busan, which is zombies on a train, but, you know, you get it. <laughs> not really. One of the rare occasions where a vampire's reflection is not shown in the mirror, but the clothes are still visible. Yeah, that's. I guess that's kind of cute. <laughs> yeah. I liked it better than Dracula Dead and Loving It. Oh, when Snoop Dogg uses his thumbprint to enter the Union, it says, Venerator First Class, Elliot, John Dante, Venerator in Latin means Hunter. So that's, oh. you think about that, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, let's see. We're looking for we're looking for some other uh, interesting factoids here from IMDb. I know what guns they use. IMDb. It's got to be in here. Uh, all the vehicles the hunters use have license plates referencing Bible verses. Okay. Vampires are afraid of Christ or something, which doesn't really come up in the movie. Dave Franco's character Seth is a cat lover. In real life, Dave Franco is also a big cat lover. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Well, how does this character feel about Allison Brie? Um, they're married in real life and in the movie. She's gonna be real disappointed when she finds he's a vampire. Oh, here Abraham Lincoln portrait also seen on a wall next to some axes or whatever. Did you use axes? Yeah. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln was rumored to be a vampire hunter, as the scene in the movie Abraham Lincoln vampire. Hunter. <laughs> That was a hist- historical rumor. You know, you know like when... I'm going to assume that's a joke. Someone was making a little joke there. You know, like when they're like, well, actually, we don't... It's probably was just negative propaganda that Ulysses S. Grant was a drunk. Well, <laughs> similar to that is a lot of people back then thought Abraham Lincoln hunted vampires. Multiple references to Lost Boys. Okay. Including uh, Amusement Park at the beginning... The movie marquee at one hour and 25 minutes in the last line of the movie. Was there a music amusement park at the beginning? I don't remember. Oh, uh, the last part of the car chase is the in Jungle Wash, the same spot as the, or the to Jungle Wash, the same spot as the famous truck scene in Terminator 2 Judgment Day. I didn't know it had a name like to Jungle Wash. I thought it was, that's the LA River. <laughs> yeah, me too. The whole place is the LA River to me, but I don't live in LA. Oh, Dave Franco was in another vampire movie, Fright Night, the remake of Fright Night, not the original, obviously. He was so the original was... Fright Night. He was a semen. Yeah, he, <laughs> he was. He was a, re- a retained semen. <laughs> there you even, go. That was your retained semen movie. Yeah, He's my favorite retained semen actor. I remember watching him when he was just in his dad's nutsack. That's my favorite semen retention <laughs> actor, Dave Franco. Oh, James Franco's got a brother. What's his name? Dave. <laughs> Dave. Yeah, right. Yes. So there's your facts about uh fucking uh Day Shift, a movie that Netflix produced and uh released as an original film. And um you know, Jamie Foxx is in it, uh Megan Good was in it, Sleep Dog is in it, Scott Atkins is in it, he's doing stunts as he often does. And um it's got a six out of ten on IMDB, and I think I agree with that. I think it's a perfectly fine Sunday afternoon, stupid bullshit movie. But I'm gonna get a four out of ten. Well, 
You're wrong. <laughs> no, I'm right. You're just you're like high on life or some shit. Six out of ten. <laughs> it's because all the semen retention I've been doing. I'm retaining so many semen. I've got so much clarity about movies now. That's the whole reason I did it, is so I could be better at movies. They're always like, yeah, if you do semen retention, you'll be stronger, more vascular. Uh, you will be irresistible to women. But I was like, oh, fuck I that. understand movies better. Fuck that. I want to understand movies better. Oh, is is the ending of Taxi Driver a cipher or not? I want to know because that's important to, to the movie enjoying experience is to have solid answers about everything. Three stars. Dave Franco always does such a good job playing a little bitch. That's true. His best role is in um, Superbad. When he's like, you the guy you, beat himself. Yeah. Remember when you pissed your pants? That was like eight years ago. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> People don't forget. Dave Franco or Breaking Dawn Part 2 ally. Oh, is he in Breaking Dawn Part 2? Sounds I don't like, remember. Sounds like he Seems like something he'd be in. Let's see what the one stars are. Let's see uh, your fellow compatriots. I didn't say it was a one star. You got to look at like a two star. You and your, your fellow haters. Half star, even high this movie was shit. Snoop Dogg. <laughs> <laughs> Cringiest thing Jamie Foxx has ever been in. I'm, there's some yeah, probably like, that could be right. I don't know. He's, there's probably some bad. He did, in, didn't he do that uh, AI jet movie? That one was pretty bad. I'm, there's, I'm sure there's some bad in Living Color sketches. Yeah, but in Living Color as a whole, great. So you can't. Homie the clown. Homie, don't play it. There's a lot of half stars. I'm looking for one stars. Oh, holy shit! Jamie Fox fell off. Don't you fucking say that. Don't you ever say that. Polo Boy, Cardi B, Tia. <laughs> oh, my God. Fucking loser. He said Jamie Foxx fell off and his screen name is Polo Boy, Cardi B, T.S. Cardi B, T.S. Oh, my God. Hmm. Hot garbage. Terrible movie. Three action scenes in an hour and 54. The rest was unfunny and cringe jokes. Didn't laugh or smile once while watching this. Some of the jokes were pretty bad. Uh, yeah, the jokes are pretty dumb. Um, there's a few, like, maybe Jamie Foxx riffing is okay. Like, when he's like, do you have a Black History Month discount? That's cute. Uh, the butthole stuff is funny. For some reason, butthole stuff's funny. I like anatomical humor. I guess I'm just a child. Dog shit. Man, there's too, man, there's too many haters. You and your haters. You fuck, these I, are all, I'm an army haters coming for you, bro. These are all your friends, the haters. You're part of the hater army. You're anti. You're an anti fan. Anti stan. Why do you hate oh, BTS? Do. Why do you hate BTS so much? You anti? Because they're Asian. Oh my god, I knew it. That's why you hated the balloons so much that you wanted to shut down. Said that I had no Asian balloons in my airspace. Five stars, just like old times. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> a wild ride with some great allegory. I guess they, there's maybe like a little gentrification allegory in there. What else is he talking about, you think? I don't know. They didn't, mm. again, that was a little really light touch. Yeah. Another Dave Franco banger. <laughs> yeah, he's got a lot of them, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, just all the fucking Dave Franco hits. Every weekend I sit down, you know, I'm like, honey, what Dave Franco movie are going to fucking watch this weekend? He's got so many hits. He's so cute and snuggly in this, but only at the end, at the start, he's a wimpy bitch, but still fit as fuck. Daddy Dave. Daddy Dave, he's like 10. <laughs> Daddy Dave Franco make me go bunko bunko bomb. I, I, yeah, I refuse to believe this. He's, he also, he's like 10 years old and he's only like two feet tall. There's a lot of people that love Dave Franco. Dave Franco is like my age. He's like middle <laughs> age. 
He's coming up on 40. <laughs> Tell him to stop looking like such a little boy. <laughs> no, it's good to look young as long as possible. Uh, yeah, it's fine to look young. I'm saying to stop looking a little boy. Anyone that doesn't like it, this is fucking dumb, Sean. Yeah, you're gonna have to fight. You're fucking weak. You're gonna have to fight Angeline. You're gonna go fight a woman, possibly a woman. No, no, you know what, Dave? Oh, not Dave Franco. Didn't he find a woman in this? I think he hit at least one woman in this. Jamie Foxx hit several women in this. Dave Franco, woman, takes a Canadian destroyer in this movie. Only loses to Canadian destroyers. (laughs) Literally amazing, funny, action-packed, gory, and kick-ass fights. Literally scenes. amazing. Plus, good plot and hell of vampires. Yeah, hell of vampires. That's how just my movies. How many vampires in this movie? Probably one of my favorite movies. And in the words, <laughs> Tableman's. no vampires. I'm out. And in the words of Big John, West Side for Life. Yeah. Well, what's Big John gonna say? I was posted by Space Bar Juke. I'm gonna gonna have to check out his profile real quick. <laughs> We'll see how white this guy is. How can you tell? Does he have a picture? I don't know how this works. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if you can find too much information on Letterbox. Just Google Spacebar Jukes to see if you can find some more. Looking at his uh, profile picture, I can't determine who it is specifically, but it looks like an '80s hair metal guitar man doing a guitar solo. So, white. pretty white. <laughs> pretty white. I'm guessing. He loves the day shift, the black phone. What's his favorite shit? This loser. Oh, he barely watched any movies on here. <laughs> He's, his day shift, he gave five. Ty West Horror Film X, he gave three. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that. That seems like a mistake. Black phone got four. Voyeurs, five. Uh, 13 or 17 again. The Zac Efron movie. Zach Efron vehicle, four stars. All right, well, I don't like this guy. And you don't mess with the Zohan, four stars. Not one of sad, the Sandman's best. I don't know if I'd give it four stars. But don't mess with the Zohan, perfectly fine movie to watch. Sunday afternoon, hungover, smoking blunts with the pals, you know? You know what I'm saying? Kind of like Day Shift. Six out yeah, of ten. Yeah, I get it. I just, you know, these days and ages, when you, there's so many options, and you can choose from literally any movie. Yeah, but they don't all have Jamie oh, no. Foxx in them. Why would you mess with the Zohan? They don't all have Jamie Foxx in them or Megan Good. Some of them Good. do. Some or Megan Good. Less, less with Megan Good. Yeah, she was barely in this too. So that's kind of bad. Kind of wasn't great. The movie should have been about her. Why isn't she the star of Day Shift? Day Shift 2. Megan her Good time. Shift. Yeah. <laughs> the Boogeyman's. Whatever, I think it's pretty good. Like I said, it's some dumb shit to watch on Sunday. It's better than a lot of the stuff we've watched. Um, at least Western stuff. All the good shit seems to come out of East Asia. East Asia's the shit. Uh, that's where that's where all the good stuff's happening. They're uh, very high beauty standards, but they make some pretty good movies. Some might say sort of regressive beauty standards. <laughs> Potentially harmful beauty mm. standards, but at least you know they're putting out a um oak jaw once in a while, right? Oak jaw, oak jaw, and um the night comes for us. That's Southeast Asia, though. Oak jaw, uh, day shift six out of ten. Sean says four out of ten. He's a hater. Remember, yeah, I'm hating on day shift. Angeline said you're fucking dumb. Yeah, what is she talking about? 
you're gonna have to fight a woman and I'll you're do gonna, it. You're gonna no, get in I, trouble. Odds are, I can do it easily. You're gonna get in trouble. From who? You can't the get in more trouble fighting a woman than you can find a da- fighting a man. The police. They're gonna be like, we're we're gonna the we're the police. Opinion. That's just public opinion, right? You're taking the blue pill or the red pill. I forget which pill, but you're taking the wrong one. The red pill is the one where you can see through the matrix to know that all women are bad. Oh, I don't want to take bad. the blue pill because then steak still tastes good. All women are bad. If you take the blue pill, steak will taste like pussy. That isn't. It already fine. does because it's the matrix. Stupid. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank you. All women are bad. What do you think uh, Lux Interior meant when he's saying all women are bad? I think he meant like, oh, they're super bad, yo. Like, yeah, yeah like, I'm bad. I'm bad. You know it, ham bone. Like he was really horny for all women are bad. You think that's what he meant? Yeah, exactly. You're, you're right, because it was a cramp song. And he absolutely was just like, yeah, these bitches are hot. <laughs> Damn, these bitches are hot. All women are bad. They got groovy, wiggly tails. They got horns on their heads. All women are bad. Uh, what are we watching next week? Day Shift 2? They got it yet? Your turn to pick. You tell me. Oh, shit. Do you want me to roll the dice? Yeah, roll the dice. All roll right. the bones. You're going to be disappointed, I guarantee it. No. One through six. You don't want... Which one is it? Five, I think. Yep, five for sure. Oh, six. Reroll. Three. What's three? Harder they fall. Oh, wow. It's going to seem what? like I have, a, I have a thing for black people. Oh, it's three? Harder they fall, or the harder they fall. Harder they... Is that the cowboy one? That's the cowboy one. The harder they fall. It's got Lakeith in it, right? Yeah, and Idris Elba. And oh, hell yeah. What's uh, DJ Driz? Oh, shit. It's got Zazie Beats in it. I got to replace that one on my list now. Dang it. Dang it. Hey, we'll, we'll watch that next time. <laughs> it's Black History Month, so we'll <laughs> yeah, it. it works. That was, uh, that's just hey, that's just the fate of the universe. That's right. This fucking this one's for you, black people. We're doing it. Yeah, you know, for it's after thousands or well, thousands of years really of shit. This is what we're your gift to you. Two yeah, movies. At least <laughs> you know, two of them. content series watching some black movies. Uh, Day Shift, not written or directed by a black person. <laughs> Probably not produced by one either, but, you know, it had black people in it, so. A couple of them. It kind of counts. How do they fall? A cowboy movie. That should be fun. It'd be fun to watch a cowboy movie. Uh, directed by James Samuel. I don't know who that is. Oh, he's got a discography, too. Oh, wow. Oh, he, he's, he's doing hip-hop. He's got alternative hip-hop. Also known by the stage name The Bullets, a British singer, songwriter, music producer, and filmmaker. Interesting. Holy shit. Guess who his brother is? Fucking Ooh. goddamn Seal. What? He was this, kissed by Rose? That's right. This is Seal's brother. Holy shit. That rules. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. This is, gonna, this is gonna be dope. Guaranteed. I hope it has like a seal song in it. Kiss by Rose, hopefully. Kiss from Rose. <laughs> that is the shit back in the day. Val Kilmer, man. Best Batman there ever was. Val Kilmer. All right, yeah. Next week, we'll check out The Heart of They Fall. That's it. Final word on Day Shift. It was okay. Sean said it sucks, but Angeline said he's fucking dumb. We'll turn what you do I know, man.
Tune in next week to find out who's dumb and who's fucking dumb when we watch The Harder They Fall based on... Hopefully Angeline watched it so we can find out if we're fucking dumb or not based on her well, opinion. Well, you know, that's... How else are we going to know? So Someone contact Angeline. Mm-hmm. If you know Angeline, get her to watch this movie so we know. And every movie mm-hmm. after this, we have to find out if we're dumb. Or, fu- I'm sorry, fucking dumb. Fucking dumb, yeah. Fucking dumb. Fucking dumb. Everyone, just let Angeline know. She's our barometer. She's, uh... What do they call it? The fucking compass on b- boats? <laughs> a sextant. Yeah, a sextant. Yeah, that's a sextant. Uh, yep, yeah, so uh, go to vhskvlt.com where you can check out more content, sewer stuff, and other podcasts and things. You can donate to the Patreon. Tell your friends and family. Tell your lovers and haters. Tell everyone you know. Your Discord channels. Get into Twitch chats of popular streamers and promote the podcast. Do what you got to do. Let's get this money going. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna survive much longer. I'm, I'm just like Jamie Foxx in the day shift. I just need ten thousand dollars next week. I need or a union job. <laughs> Give me. <laughs> I guess a, a union job might work too. Hook me up. Let me know. Probably Kyle McVentureProductions.com. Send some emails. Uh, nightgown picks. We can still get night, nightgown picks there. Um, follow up on last week if you understand what the soy sauce salt sugar thing is in Japan. Hook me up on that. You got union jobs. Let's go with that. Um, send it all there. 